0: Rogers, Business App Market brings together the right apps for your business and wraps it all up with Rogers' world-class support. Microsoft Office 365 makes it easy, whether you need to securely store and backup files, access or share documents in the cloud, collaborate with your team, or manage your business from anywhere and on any device. Plus, with support from Rogers, you'll get everything up and running quickly. To learn more, visit rogers.com forward slash business apps. Scotiabank understands that business is personal and your business has unique needs. That's why we offer flexible solutions for your business banking. Create your own business banking package that works for you by opening an account online in minutes with ease and start saving today. Visit scotiabank.com forward slash small business to get started. Building your dream. Work-life balance. Scaling up discussing the topics that matter most to entrepreneurs. He's Rivers Corbett on the Startup Canada podcast. million entrepreneurs. If you are a regular show listener, welcome back. If you're new to the program, hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and Google Play Music and visit StartupCan.ca to connect with both your local startup community and to join Startup Canada to access training, resources, and a peer network to grow your success. I'm Rivers Corbett and entrepreneurship is part of my DNA. Whether it's building my own companies or helping other entrepreneurs build theirs, this is my lane want to connect after the podcast you can find me at www.meatrivers.com this is ryan smokeland founder and ceo that's chief entertainment officer of smokes putinerie all right ladies and gentlemen seatbelt time and i'm not talking about just a car i'm talking about a jet machine put it over (laughs) See, he wants to Hold that man back held up <laughs> Woo! we're just thrilled to have the king that's right the king of Canada's much adored national dish on our show today and he's no dish but he's definitely the king serial entrepreneur that's with an S Ryan Smokeland is a CEO and co-founder I want to talk about you the other co-founder who knew we never hear from interesting enough of the award winning Smokes Poutineery, the world's largest that's right the world's largest and original poutinery. the first Smokes Poutinery. Opened in Toronto in 2008 and has since expanded across Canada, the US. And you know, I've got to hang out with this guy. Um, a few times in my past, and and he even when I had a restaurant, he even had the audacity to come and open up a restaurant right beside mine. Let's right just kind of beside say, you, but I came <laughs> over to
1: visit and I had the did. most
0: amazing <laughs> burger of all you time. Did. <laughs> you did, and but but here's the, the tell of the tale is that my restaurant's closed and yours is still going, adorned <laughs> God with ingredients. Damn, it was a good get, burger, though. Come yeah, on, it was adorned <laughs> with ingredients loved by both the fiercest can, can, carnivores and grazing vegetation I love the script writers. Ryan created a brand fit to go global with the goal of having 1,300 restaurants by the year 2020. Putin lovers from all over the world be able to taste the dish boasting Canada's own Prince Edward Island potatoes. And for you people, I, I had a guy I talked to once. He said, oh, New Brunswick, is that the one you get to by a bridge? No, it's Prince Edward Island. <laughs> That's how you get there. Before building a Putin empire, Ryan graduated from Wilfred. Laurier University with a Bachelor of Business Administration, boring, and started a successful graphic artist and branding company. Uh, um, um, is it Amoeba? Amoeba? Amoeba. Pretty, Amoeba Am- Corp. Amoeba Corp. Today, Ryan is a father of two very quiet children who sit in the corner <laughs> oh. while their dad <laughs> does his work, who is working tirelessly to make smokes butinery a true disruptor in the food industry. And disruption is what it's about. Today's podcast, we're going to talk to Ryan ryan about how he's working to grow smokes to become even more of an international poutine powerhouse ryan welcome to the Ooh, show I'll give my,
1: myself an applause i'm the only one here i'm standing up i'm standing R- ovation R- baby <laughs> great to be here brother thanks for that beautiful intro wow i sound damn good
0: yeah and is it all true uh, you know you gotta you gotta embellish a bit here and there i'm uh, yeah, just kidding
1: buddy it's, it's right. all fun it's all it's all, a- it's all playing the game and rolling it. (laughs)
0: All right. Well, thanks for being on the show. Great to have you. And we had some fun chat beforehand. But look, I, I got to ask you, um, Amoeba, how, what, what's with that name, Amoeba Corp? What's, uh, how did that come about?
1: Amoeba Corp for my branding and design company. It's like the simplicity of a single cell organism and how it morphs and changes and grows and creates stuff. So that was the thought behind Amoeba Corp because that's what we were doing. We were building, growing, you know, branding, tons of other businesses, and I did that for about 11 years started that back in 2006 sold it uh uh sorry sorry 1996 sold it in 2006 uh, and then rolled over with a new uh ad agency who bought me out i did the uh, six month transition clause so got out of there by 2007 but it built built it from nothing literally like the name itself the amoeba corp that single-celled organism went from nothing from not even knowing the difference between uh illustration and design at the time but built it into a powerhouse and the number one branding company in Canada. We had Nike, Molson, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, YTV, all the top brands by the end of the show, baby.
0: So why did you, uh, what was the key to the success of that, that growth? You start from nothing to ultimately creating this opportunity to exit with this amazing growth. What was the secret to the success that made the, I mean, cause a lot of people are in graphic design and branding and everybody, every corner. What was your, what was your focus? Why, why did you able to go in that jet stream? Well,
1: honestly, dude, I've always said, it's uh it comes down to simplicity of common sense and surrounding yourself with the right people with and hard work while yeah. you're at it i uh, i like i said i knew nothing about it when i got into it <laughs> i had an idea for a couple lines of t-shirts and i uh, needed some illustrations yeah. done so a friend of a friend uh, said i could do some illustrations but you need some design too and here's a buddy of mine and i said okay what do you guys do well let's start a company and then just hit the hit the ground baby and just pounded the pavement it's just hard work that's what it takes and yeah. you you gotta have the product yeah. to go with it, but all about brand. It's how you're presenting yourself and how you're talking, how you're interacting, uh, and the, the you know the service, product, whatever it is has got to go with it. But if you're not going in full steam, double barreled, and ready to roll, you ain't gonna be successful. You've already failed before you started. You, and I, I don't have yeah. to tell you that. Like everybody, you, yeah. you're you know entrepreneurial uh, spirit inside. <laughs> out. you gotta have that spirit, that drive, that ambition to succeed. It it ain't going in nine to five. It isn't going in thinking, I'm going to be yeah. a millionaire and set my own hours. It's the total opposite. You're living on <laughs> yeah, poverty, man. man, and you're, you're scratching yeah. to get by and pay bills, and you ain't going to be a millionaire. If you're going in with that attitude, you better uh, you know shut her down right now. You got to go in just with that energy and that excitement to build something from nothing. Watch it grow, and then the rest will take course with it, right? The money will follow if it's there. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you uh, is is your personality as it is now? Uh, you know, leading smokes. What it was with Amoeba?
1: Oh, you know, a whole other level, yeah, whole other level. You know that that was national, uh, and it and not saying it couldn't have been international. We did some work outside of Canada, down south of the border, but project based But you know what the key thing in that one was? I wasn't a I wasn't uh, able to let go of control, and if you can't let go of control, you're gonna find yourself hitting a max, right? And uh, right. with that, I mean, if I wanted to have that touch point on every single account, every single project, Project, you can only go so big. And then it was got to that trigger point where it was, do I expand and go large or do I stay the same? And and, and to me at the time, it was honestly going, I had 20 people and, uh, you know, we were doing yep. a great business. It was either 20 to 50 people. There was no real middle ground from my forecast. You want to take it to that next level at home, middle management level. And I wasn't into it. I wasn't ready. So, you know, why not approach a bunch of ad agencies that were actually all over me at the time? Because back, as you can remember, in oh six oh (laughs) seven, Branding was the hottest topic right then. And agencies were buying it up. So it was time. And they took over 80 90 percent of my role in that which which was building the business and getting the accounts and and uh you know bringing in the dollars and but the first couple years of that biz weren't pretty they were not pretty at all you know and everybody thinks it is (laughs) but no it was living in a cousin's basement and i was not drawing a penny from that company for years and it's all being reinvested that's what you have to be ready to go in and do
0: uh so give us uh, and i I'm, I'm gonna get into smokes of course that's the most vocal <laughs> part of uh of your brand right now uh and your presence and your existence but uh any lessons on on exits for our, uh, our listeners uh,
1: it's got to be ready to exit and knowing how you want to exit well before you do it and what's best for you um but i in the end I think the, I think the the one uh, misconception is what your value and what you 're worth right you're worth a lot more in your mind than you are maybe on paper, see yeah, and, but at the same time you're only as uh, you 're only as expensive as somebody's willing to pay you too, so it 's all perception it 's all on how you go out and sell, but you got to have that exit strategy well ahead of time for sure.
0: Yeah, man. So uh, what's the aha moment, uh, Ryan, where you said, you know what, Putin – Either sucks the way it's happening right now, or man, I uh, I can't wait to dive into this because I love I love this industry. What was the the the, the, the key point? You said I'm going down that road, uh,
1: dude, I, I had it for the longest of the longest times as a concept, but obviously I was at Corp going, so you know, full full scale, uh, yeah. you know, sixteen hours a day going there. So I couldn't launch this puppy. And before that, I had a property development company which overlapped for a bunch of years uh, so I didn't have time to even give this a thought to start and that's another key thing like don't go in half-hearted you know and that's my philosophy so if I'm only going to go in and see what I can do on the side forget about it it's going to fail yeah. right or it's going to set yourself up for failure so uh, after I sold Amoeba uh, Corp I had a couple years where I just uh, laid low I traveled the world a bit uh, I took guys nice. boys my boys twin boys were just born uh, so I nice. yeah, so did some traveling, and and then I said, you know what? Let's do it. Let's go after Smokes Poutinery. Let's launch the ultimate and original poutinery in the world. Let's do it. In the world. Let's do it. Global domination, (laughs) like I've always said. So it's like... (laughs) It's just more finding the time. Now it's right. But I had the concept for years and years before that. And it was just loading everything you can think of on top of that fries, cheese, curd, and gravy. (laughs) The base of everything. But it's loaded on top and call it poutinerie and create this food category that I own, baby. (laughs) What's your kids' names? Uh, Nate and Sam (laughs) Smolkin. And they are hellions. And I love them. Twin boys. And they are active. (laughs) They go crazy. They're social <laughs> and I wouldn't have it any other way. I love my dudes. What do they what do they think of you? Oh, they think Daddy is funny. Daddy, you're so funny. So they see it all <laughs> when, they, when they see me on TV and they see me random and raving and going crazy with my fur hat and aviator glasses and platified onesies, they just laugh. They just yeah. think it's the best, but at the same time, they're in their platified onesies as well yeah. while we're watching
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay, so back to the business. Where was your first location you opened Smokes? Uh
1: downtown T O opening up uh down on Adelaide in Toronto. And then that's how she started. I said uh it was always about that tripod, I say the three legs to have that balance and that stool. Uh so we got the uh three locations in Toronto, then was London, then Ottawa, uh, and then Tromla and then Explosion. Uh it was it was Totally the opposite way of running a franchise. And I think that's one good thing (laughs) about me knowing nothing about the food industry. I knew nothing about franchising. Uh, So just diving in and making up my own rules along the way. Like if you're going geographic expansion, you're not going coast to coast with your first 10 restaurants. (laughs) Because by the (laughs) end of that, I had Halifax (laughs) to Vancouver in my top 10. So when that first one opened, I ran it, baby. That was mine. I ran it. I scrubbed the floors. I cleaned the toilets. I was doing the all night blanching of the fries I was serving it so uh, it was everything I know the business inside out and then from that first day when we opened the doors and it was lined up around the corner and down the block it was craziness we had to shut down at two o'clock on the first day after our lunch we didn't have uh, enough fries we had a lot of the stories would say we didn't have enough potatoes I had lots of potatoes I had bags of potatoes I just couldn't keep up with the fries so I had to shut down but uh, the first thing I did when I shut down I called my broker and I said, Get me ten more spots, and I called my POS provider. And said, "Get me another till in here. I need it." So we opened the next day. Yeah, shut down at two o'clock I, again. I can remember. But since then, since learning and developing uh, the model, we've never had to shut down again. So that's the beauty part of it. But but it was it was honestly the truth. Now was like it was always in the plans to expand, but to get uh, ten and ten. So yeah, we opened up the first it was November twentieth, two thousand eight. So I say in two thousand nine. So one and oh nine as we ran it were worked out the bugs and then it was 10 and 10 10 in 2010 and guess what baby do you think we did it
0: done <laughs> you kept we going kept no not only did you do it, it but you kept and going i said in
1: 2011 i want to double again to 20 take one guess do you think i did it no nah, you quit done. you quit double to you 40 double to 80 <laughs> now we're up over 150 locations and still rocking
0: and rolling well, last time I talked to you, you were heading to San Francisco area or California. Uh, what's your journey like happening down oh, there? Oh,
1: wicked. Uh, we got a great group that owns It's a different philosophy going south of the border to the U.S. So like in Canada, it's like single units from the beginning. But now it's getting mm-hmm. into multi-unit. We'll do two, three-unit deals to one group at a time. Uh, and right. or the original philosophy, which has proven true, is when I went on that weird-ass uh, <laughs> direction of scattering them, How? Uh, <laughs> Facts <laughs> of Vancouver. Each one of those pockets is now growing on their own. So, for instance, in Halifax, great guy out there, Wade opened it, but now he owns Fredericton and he's got a waterfront uh, location uh, in Halifax. So each of those little pockets are sprouting. Uh, so that that that. Uh, strategy went amazing different one in the US it's all multi-unit slash area development deals so there are 8-10 right. unit deals that we're doing there and now talking overseas uh, with the UK Australia Middle East uh, Asia nice. and in Europe those five key pockets and those are those yeah. are master franchises we want people that can run entire country or countries so very different strategies for each one but uh, back to the US question in San Fran yeah I got a great group I have the rights to five cool. locations in in NorCal, uh, and the first one opened there. Not the U.S. first one was in Berkeley, so right outside of San Fran. They've got a rights for another one in San Fran uh, as one of their locations. I've got a, a area development deal uh, in SoCal. We've got Michigan as a ten-unit deal in Michigan. We got uh, another one that covers Philly and New Jersey with an amazing group. Their first one opened in in Philly, uh, but they've got a nine-unit deal. So yeah, those are multi-unit slash area development. Cool. Deal. And they're going killer, man. South of the border, conquering the US. You know, we're <laughs> yeah. pe- not letting people build any walls on this border. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I got to ask you this question. And I've been, I've been kind of contemplating. I know what's coming at me when I ask the question. And <laughs> it's going to be, well, what do you think was the reason? But you opened up, you had a lineup around the corner, you were out of fries at two o'clock. Uh, people look at that and they say, okay, it's Putin, all that stuff. But how do you make that happen? Because lots of people on this uh, on this podcast listening, you know, when they open up businesses, they want that type of hype. They want to run out also. What was the magic that made that happen on day one for your first location? It was
1: already building the brand before we even opened, brother. And that's what this mm. is. We're, we're, we're not selling fries, curd, and gravy. That's. Where people fail. Bang! Right there, mm. we are an entertainment company. We're a brand and experience, and everybody uses those buzzwords. But you have to define yourself of what real type of company you are. And Smokes Poutinery is an entertainment company. That's what we do. Right. We entertain, and everything we do, whether it's on the phone when a call comes in, or whether it's uh, at one of our big events like the World Poutine Eating Championship that we created, yes. or whether it's yeah. uh, you know how you're serving over that counter and how we're. T- it's it's all. It's all around the brand. It's all got to voice that brand. And that is an entertaining way.
0: Chief Entertainment Officer, CEO—that's what you are. So, give us some, give us some insights. Give us some insights into how you plan for entertainment in uh, in 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 your brand.
1: Oh God, dude, we're 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 known as the disruptors, right? If you're not willing to put your neck out there and put your ass on the line, uh, you ain't gonna differentiate yourself. You're gonna be like everybody else, right? So that goes right from our our potatoes. Like everybody says, oh, you should be using rust everybody uses Russ. why the hell would I use Russ? It's why Russ <laughs> if, if everybody else is using it. Right. And it comes down to yeah, the seriously. way you dress, the way you act, the way you talk, the, the way you serve and what you're serving. But I think uh, the entertainment part comes about just by believing in the brand and knowing it, living it, loving it, injecting yourself with gravy into your veins. Like that's how deep you've got to go. And I think before yeah. we opened, you know, we already had the events. We had the PR, we had the social already set up, you know, not saying it was, crazy as like like this huge social following and network following but you know what I was staying up. I can remember, dude. I was up till 3, 4 in the morning every single night inviting people one by one to Facebook, right? That's what it takes, right. and that's what builds yeah. it. The biggest thing we're known for on the brand side, we always uh, got to say it was uh, creative marketing genius. It was the simplest idea. It was the stickers of Smoke's face. Everywhere we go, yeah. we got Smoke's face, yeah. like 2-inch, 4-inch, 6-inch stickers uh-huh. of just his face posted and plastered all over cities and over other people's wild postings, man. like He's a he's <laughs> yeah. a. T- he's a ballerina he's an astronaut he's a rock star he's everything man and then it's that whole discovery factor when people don't even know who the hell he is but it's the coolest face and the coolest man in the world and then they happen to walk by our restaurant and they said oh my god I I recognize that it's that discovery factor or they see it on a a PR bit that just got uh, launched or something. They they recognize it. So it's just building the brand that by like one customer at a time, one sticker at a time. And I always joke around and other people are spending the 12, you know, 15 20 million dollars on a campaign i was spending yeah. uh, about 15 dollars for my campaign paying a kid to go yeah, out for stickers. an hour to do a bunch of stickers
0: <laughs> yeah. okay so so smokes is uh smoke is 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 the icon is the face but dude you are definitely part of the brand i mean you ooze it to the 10th degree because you have to you're the leader do you do you, like I, I remember when i was a kid and you know ronald mcdonald is Coming to the local McDonald's and kids would come from wild away because this celebrity was coming. When you're going to visit your locations to be with your team or whatever, do you do a hey Ryan's coming to town and you want to come into the store and meet him? Is that part of what you yeah, do?
1: Not not to that scale yet. Uh, we we, <laughs> we do it and lots of people are excited and definitely in the stores are excited. Those are when I go to the stores, uh, a lot of the customers put two and two together. But the best part for me is when I'm going. Through the airport, right, and going to oh get g- getting on the plane. So many selfies now, right? Because they, re- they re- not saying yeah. my face necessarily, but that's that, fun. That, that some of them knew, and they know my history, which gets kind of scary. But it, it's because of the the plaid. It's because of smoke face <laughs> sure. that I'm wearing on the shirt. It's because of my plaid hat and my signature background that got the aviators. I am brand 24 seven. But like you said, I live, eat, and breathe the brand. Like you, you can't pretend that crap, man. You got to believe it. And smoke is the man who taught me that yeah. smoke is the man who gave me that vision smoke is the man who said ryan it is time <laughs> smoke is the man that said he trusted in me to take his dream of international expansion of Putin to the rest of the world and he said ryan all i want is my name and my face on the logo that's all he asked for, Whoa. man. That's all the dude Whoa. asked for. He's just such a how giver. How selfless,
0: exactly? That's a give. That's fantastic. He gave me 100 so, control. Meet- like, how can you find how- a better
1: co-founder? You know what I'm saying? I'm just <laughs> listening to what he says. He, he he calls me at night. You know, he drops me a line a lot of times. It'll be in the middle of the night, and I just hear his voice. And he gives me the idea. And he says, you know, Ryan, like it's time to go to the Middle East. And I said, holy God! I wake up and I come to come to work, and I tell him the peeps it's time for the Middle East. And now, what am I doing? Two weeks from now, we're flying to Dubai. It's time for the Middle East nice. because Smoke said it nice. was time.
0: Do you, ever, do you ever find yourself in the corner crying and, you know, just crumpled up in a ball and say, Smoke, guide me. Guide me. Help me. Help me. I mean, is because, you know, okay, we're on a podcast now. This is exciting. This is what you're supposed to do. But there must be those dark Ryan Smokeland times where you say, Smoke, I need help.
1: Oh, God. All I- right. I don't even have to wait for that. That's the type of man he is. He anticipates mm. that. He knows the world. Wow. He foresees the future. That's the type. Wow. He, and he, he knows when I'm going to find that uh, troubled Time before even I do, and he's answered yeah, the question wow. and guided me and directed me in the right way. It like, get me in tears here, man. Before I even know, like that's. No, a, I'm sorry. I mean, That's I don't the want to talk type of man it. he is? Like he's just, he's just a great, inspiring individual. So I can't say enough about that man. But you know, at the same time, I'll be real. I'll be real. People out there, there's always turmoil, there's always trouble, and you just gotta take mm-hmm. it for what it is, right? Slug it the battles and keep going, keep moving, keep believing, and keep going forward. Or you can't let anything slow you down. Dude, And as you get bigger and bigger and bigger, as I'm experienced now, more people want to come and knock you down. And it, yeah, they you do. just keep going. And it's not that you're heartless, but you just got to believe in yourself and stay true. And in my case, it's stay true to my brand and a lot of franchisees now that depend on me. A lot of franchisees who have their life savings yeah. wrapped up in this. That's a lot of fucking pressure, man. Like I, yeah, I control yeah. like I control. Control like a couple's pure, hundred percent wealth. Like they're they got their mortgage uh, out on the house to put into this business, and they're looking to me, right? Like, oh my god, like. I go, that's Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, wait! What do you mean they're looking at you? You just finished telling me that Smoke really is the one that guides. And now you're trying to take a little bit away from that. Well, I, ha, way, I have to take the, the blame. Selfish, I
1: admit that because Smoke, he's very shy. He's a recluse. He never comes out, he only yeah. communicates through me. He's that type of dude. He lives up north. Mm So, you know, I relay a lot of stuff and I'm open like that with my peeps and with my franchisees. They got any questions, anything they need answered, throw it at me and it gets back to them by the next day. The answer like that's how diligent Mm -hmm. he is. Uh, So he is there to guide. But I got he he does let me do the day to day operations. He gives me that autonomy, which I love. And accountability goes with it, though, too. You know what I'm saying?
0: So. Uh we talked about your boys um last time I saw you um and I always liked to preface this with uh, the the uh, you were with a lady at the time I don't think you actually did.
1: How old are your boys again My boys are 11 man Grade oh, six. Oh
0: wow! Okay, cool. So, so what's your wife think of all this? Oh no,
1: wife! I'm single, man. Any, ah! any 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 lovely ladies out there? I haven't even been on a date in five years. So if anybody wants to take me out on a date <laughs> or, or out for a coffee, uh, let, let them know. Love <laughs> it. No, <laughs> on no <to> time, Dubai. <laughs> no time, man. Uh, just running the business and and going bad mm. at hell with uh, global domination and global expansion. So it's been a fun ride, Love. but I honestly can say people. People don't realize this, but that's the reality of being an entrepreneur, like we've said, is, Uh, you know, you better be ready to do 100-hour weeks. But in all honesty, you've got to take a step back in life, too, and realize what you really want to get. And me personally, the the side that people don't see is that side of my boys. Like, I see, I have my boys half the time, like 50% of it. And I, I am dedicated. Like, every Tuesday, Wednesday, I pick them up at school. And I, it nice. shuts down from there. That that's my boy time. Oh, and you, you wouldn't recognize man. me in front of my boys, baby. You'd be <laughs> like, what? <laughs> they control you. I thought you said you could. What? I thought you were an <laughs> entrepreneur that, that controls everything. Your own boss. No. <laughs> There's a few hours oh, out of the there, day man. where I get bossed by somebody else, and it's too. Uh, you're, you're, <laughs> <on me> <laughs> you're gonna start crying again on me now.
0: You're gonna start crying again on me. No, that's awesome, and I can f- I can feel the tone change on that, and that's that's awesome. You want to be a good you want to be a good dad. You want to be a good parent, and. Uh, and that's awesome to hear you you you, you talk about your, your your boys that way it's really really cool number one thing in um, life baby y- you got it. I actually interesting. I've got twins also. They're 19, a boy and a girl. And I have an older one. That's 23. She's uh, she's a girl. So I know the journey of twins, not necessarily boys, but the it's, it's a cool club for sure. Cool. Um, right. Ryan, Ryan, you've, uh, you're talking about all these countries you're going to go into. You're heading to Dubai in a couple of uh, weeks. How do you do with the, uh, you know, the, the cultural uh, challenges uh, or opportunities? How do you plan for that as you start to expand?
1: Uh, dude, that's the nice thing about uh, what, we- We've built, it's the easiest thing in the world. We're fries, cheese curd and gravy, man. And everybody mm. eats fries all over the world. So for us to do global domination, like we've said, <laughs> yeah. it's it's basically whatever you want to <laughs> put on top of it, man. That's all it takes. So it's like uh, you know, I used to think like uh like a pizza, right? You got the dough, you got the sauce and you got the cheese, and then you figure out what you wanna put on top of it. No matter where you are, you got something different going on top. And now it's even step back from that now you know a pizza that's just the dough there's not even the same sauce or cheese anymore so that's kind of like we are right like we got that fries curd and gravy we got that base now we can adapt anywhere anytime like that's the amazing part of it and that's already happening in in the US right there's some different taste buds it could be even a different type of pulled pork it could be you know different in the southwest than it is in the northeast one likes it dry one likes it sweet chipotle hot like whatever it is uh, you adapt and we can change that. That's the awesome part about our biz. And we have even local store specials already. That's been from day one yeah. in, in uh, Canada and the U.S. People can mix and match and make their own. Uh, you got got two, three. It could be ten of their own, if I care. Like, take that initiative and feed your people. So, same when it goes international. No brainer dude no brain. even everybody said oh when you go south of the border even take that back man like when i opened up in toronto so many naysayers but after i opened up in the success oh yeah but that's just toronto it's so big blah blah yeah. blah and then i go out west i'll never go out west like who's gonna spend ten dollars for a poutine and blah blah guess what we conquer the rest oh yeah. well of course it did it's canada it's canada and then i want to go to the u.s it's like oh it'll never work down there they don't know what poutine is guess what we go to the u.s and they're it down. Down, and they're sitting there with a bunch of <laughs> loaded fries like you just on the way you communicate. And it's and it's uh, from the beginning. I've been saying it's loaded fries like they don't they can find that underlying culture and the history of poutine <laughs> behind that. But just simplifying to say it's loaded fries, man, put whatever you want on it. Pretty damn simple, so, isn't
0: it? But now that it, okay, so go ahead. it's simple. So yeah, so it's simple, which is great. So how do you remain ahead of the competition? Because I'm sure that you've rented. Oh yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Is it really about the brand at that point? One
1: hundred percent, dude. One hundred percent. Like mm. I can't even stress that enough. It's fries, cheese curd, and gravy. It, right. that's what it is that's all it is and we've had places open and close like two doors away from us but you know we'll have 80 mm. people in our place at 2 in the morning and they'll have 2 <laughs> and they'll be copying all my fucking uh, menu items it's the exact <laughs> yeah. same shit yeah. it's, but yeah. it's the brand and it's driving those people it's the excitement like you've been to my store and I'm gonna challenge anybody who's listening I go have. check out any of my restaurants what do you think uh-huh. that restaurant would be like if it had no plaid on it what do you think it would be yeah. like if there was no face what if i didn't have the 80s music playing in the background you know yeah all our glam rock and hair bands going you know what if the food and service (laughs) didn't get to that exciting level that we like to portray ourselves at? all of a sudden you're just you're serving fries curd and gravy and that's the most important part of everything i do and i do my guest speaking and everything it's like that's my big slide i keep flashing (laughs) up more than fries curd and gravy That's what you got to wrap your hand around because if you're going in to just sell poutine because you think it's a hot new food category, bam, I'm going to crush you, baby. So don't (laughs) even think (laughs) about
0: it. but it's more than just having a strategy it's about living the strategy and part of living your strategy is one of course getting the right franchisees or corporate team members but how do you bring it down and and that's to, to me that's a that's that's an easy one and i know there's difficulties associated with picking the right franchisees and making sure they don't go rogue on you and all that kind of stuff but how do you bring it down to that you know that 21 year old college student who needs to consistently deliver that brand experience that you expect them to have. How do you make that happen?
1: You just got to drive that brand home with them. And the first and foremost is looking for those kids in that generation that have the drive, the ambition, that excitement, that know, know the brand inside out already. They're coming to me telling me about my history. They're coming to me telling me all about smoke, right? Yeah. That's what you want. Then you can train them on anything. I mean, systems and operations, that's the easy part, man. I'm not saying it's yeah. easy to develop as a franchisor, as you know know like that's hard i mean like we got our disclosure documents and our operations manuals and our Mm -hmm. training manuals and everything that goes with that's taken years to develop but but it's also at the same time the easiest part to train you can't train drive ambition excitement i mean that you got it or you don't have it and that hard work and that work ethic like that's what i look for and even when we set up and doing shows and whatnot if if people are contacting us and the first thing they say is how much am i going to make What what's what's time You know, I've already I'm already talking to the next person it's like this is not this is not a fit. Not being a dick again, but it's just not a fit. And Uh, it's got to be that perfect fit both ways, right? You got to go in eyes wide open. That's right. Know what the hell you're getting yourself into. So we scare tactic uh, behind it with the reality. It's like you're going to be working till five a.m. on Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. Like we go to the late nights. Our core demographic is eighteen to twenty-five downtown urban core night life you know it's after they're rolling out of the bars you know they need the comfort to soak up the alcohol. Like, that's still our core. You know, now it's gotten yeah. more mainstream thanks to some of the big boys across the country that have been promoting it with the tens of millions. And I thank them. You yeah. know, thank you to those brands yeah. that I won't yeah. even name, yeah. but they're building right. a whole category to be mainstream that I own. And I crushed them. Yeah. So thank you. Now I've got a broader demographic, <laughs> right? And now the third party delivery service has come in. So now I even have a wider demographic that I can hit. All of a sudden, through that technology, i'm I'm, i am on every corner i can compete with all uh, those guys who are only surviving uh, because they're on every corner and it's it's because of convenience now i have the ultimate brand the ultimate product but i've got that convenience now too i'm on every corner you know what i'm saying so that's what you gotta look for and people (laughs) who understand that And, and and that's where it, that's where it falls short. Like if you're relying on people just to find you and come in and buy your yeah. food or buy your service, buy your product, you're in a lot of trouble. And that's where like building a brand from day one, I'm just. I've just been yelling out to the top of my lungs. Well, first is the vision statement, right? Uh, You got to believe. I created so many vision statements and uh, mission statements for companies over the Amoeba Corp years, but ours, I cannot believe in and cannot scream it out loud enough. It's global domination by providing (laughs) a unique Canadian food experience that will entertain the world. Yeah. And if you listen, say it again, say it again, global domination, global domination, global domination (laughs) by providing a unique, a one of a kind, first ever Canadian food experience, three separate words, Canadian, it's a food and it's an experience, but put them together in my mission statement. It's all in quotation marks, Canadian food experience that will entertain the world and I've been saying that Love since it. day one and you've got to believe in that or you ain't going there and people aren't going to be following you so that's where it's got to start right it's got to go from there now where do I build the brand well it's through the events it's through PR and it's through social mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. I'm relying on I can't afford the the ridiculous campaigns of these big boys so the events like you said that's the smokes poutine world poutine eating championship I had that going from year number two I had that going yes that's when we had the uh, food truck our first food truck the station at BMO Field yep. in Toronto for the Toronto FC yes. play so we had it there and they let me set up a couple tables and put a uh, banner on a brick wall behind me and I uh, invited some professional leaders down and we had our first ever smoked Routinery World
0: Routine <laughs> Eating Championship <right? laughs> Of course it's the world, because that's part of your mission. Exactly. I love and, you know, it. know, it
1: looked like we had 20,000 people there because I'm at a BMO game. Everybody around mm. us. So it's all that perception. <laughs> yeah. The perception comes but, reality, yeah. because now I pack Young Nung Nas Square every year, and now we have a broad reach through – all of Canada and the U.S. getting the amateur undercard competition, getting battles going at the restaurant level, feeding it up to get them to come to the main event for the amateur undercard. And then in the last couple of years, I I did a, uh, a shout out to all other CEOs, presidents, senior exec at other food companies to hit the stage, get on the stage, and raise money. And it's amazing what we're Love doing it. and giving back to the community. And then last year we did the celebrity challenge and had a bunch of celebs on stage again to give it that excitement. But Raise money for charity, but now this event has turned into the most enormous, crazy ass event in the world. We're only second to one hot dog thing that's been around for 107 years. It got like yeah, 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 shoving down those hot dogs. We're only second to them now in the world. We're the largest in Canada. Wow. Nothing, wow, but a banner on a brick wall with two tables you know seven years ago just craziness brother so building that now we've got other events i, I did one across canada that was the smoke between world famous great canadian cross country flag gravy train fries, curve grave, weird wild and wacky poutine eating tour 2015 16 17 18 19 oh, you got that craziness we took the rock and roll stage show on the road and then hit the cities like it's like you just have to have fun like that that's how we compete and then the pr obviously follows that and the social and staying true to our Fans, so like that, that's where we can be, and that's how we've built this brand.
0: So, uh, I, <laughs> I love you, man. I, I, you know, as I'm thinking in my head, you're the best podcast guest ever. Cause all I said is, hi, Ryan, how are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, tend, I, I tend to talk a little, I a, little bit of, a little bit of passion. The thing it's is though, right. dude, I mean, you've said it and then just do the shout out to peeps listening. It's like, it's real passion. Yeah. You can't fake that shit. You got to have that passion and believe what course. you're doing. And, uh, and yeah, I right. truly, Truly do. Yeah. You have to have that fun yeah. and conviction and drive and ambition yourself. Yeah. So, and I've got a great right. team. I'm not saying this is all because of me. That's just me starting it. But now I've got the most yeah. amazing team behind me. The most amazing partners yeah. in the way of franchisees yeah. and vendors. Sure. And uh, that means like, we're just, uh, I don't know if That's, I mentioned it yet, but we're having our first, wow. we've done like our franchise conferences every, every year, a little bit more informal. But this year is our biggest one yet. This is our global franchise convention that we're having down in Cancun next week. Cancun! oh Perfect. yeah! And you'd love, you know, it, to stand true to brand. It's the smokes betweenery, badass, and adventure, natural disruptors, and non-stop diabolical collaboration, universal leadership, and team building, ultimate restaurant experience 2018! <laughs> and if you look at it, <laughs> you, you have to peel that <laughs> word apart, and all of a sudden you see it's an acronym, and the acronym is S P brand and culture.
0: <laughs> There's yeah, a little it. bit of
1: meaning, yeah, and everything. But we're taking yeah, on the yeah, road. But course. the partners are coming with us, right? These are partners from yeah. our accounts and lawyers to yeah. our to our food yeah. vendors to Maple Leaf Foods and Cardinal. Yeah. Like, like, these are our big players. They're coming down to be a part of it. They want to be a part of WOPEC now. You know, we've got uh, you know with Monster Energy drink through Coca-Cola. Great partnership with Coca-Cola. You know that's been built. But they want to be a part of it. I'm not doing this to plug them, yeah. but they 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 now sponsor the world poutine eating championship they want to be there and be a a true true partner so that's what you got to build over time is those partnerships and belief you got to believe you got to believe baby
0: all right brian you got to believe this is my do you believe (laughs) i do you know what I believe? I believe this is my show, and I got something to say. I need it. I just need it one time. Do you believe? I believe. I do oh, believe. Thank God. I, I was losing you. No, losing me. We're losing me. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. You're in you Sorry. Me. Go ahead. Go on. Yeah, that's right. That's a, that's, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast show with Ryan Smokeland. His guest, start a, this it's over. guest well, today. Where, where am I again? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Yo, yo, yo. yo, yo is, oh, <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was yeah, you're, you're interviewing me. Oh, yeah.
0: Sorry. <laughs> a couple of things. A, a couple of things. One is that I love that you've mentioned about your suppliers being partners. You know, I was asked the question once, if you had to start your business all over again, would you take your customers, your employees, or your or your suppliers? And uh, the natural answer is, is that I'll take my customers. Well, if you ain't get nothing to supply them with, you haven't got any customers. And so I think that's awesome you embrace them as part of your team. You don't regard them as suppliers. You regard them as partners. Great lesson to be learned. I always say to people that they should spend more time with their suppliers because who's going to be your biggest zealots for your business? The people that are supplying you with products. So I love that you mentioned that. I got another question for you. Is that what do you do for the first hour of your day?
1: Well it depends on with my boys or not. Okay, so, so, so <laughs> it's either getting breakfast ready <laughs> <laughs> While yeah. at the same time typing <laughs> an email out on the side yeah. and getting them to school. <laughs> uh, but it's yeah. getting in early, but, dude. But, it's uh it's getting collective mind. Like I you know, and, and this isn't a brag, this is just what it's all about. You gotta find that time. Yeah, like if it's downtime for me, it's like and it's the downtime's exciting time is, you know, five to eight AM before people are in or it's like like last night I worked a little bit one in the morning and that's not bragging that's what it's about but you gotta want yeah. to yeah. do it and excited to do it because you get into that zone and you roll but that that's when you have that most productive time right you fight the battles during the day and the, you know non-stop meetings back to back to back to back but then you gotta also take that time to collect the thought and look to the future and grow so that's when I do that Love. that's when I'm uh, That's you know Love. being an entrepreneur yourself that's when you're in the yeah. shower that's when you're driving and you're just yeah. clearing Minded and that's when the ideas start hitting you. So that's what I more do. Beautiful. I don't, I, ch- I charge myself up in the morning just by that's the relaxed time. That's the open mind, mm. let it rest and think, but it's nonstop, so- nonstop, stop hundred percent of the day.
0: What type of uh, cereal do your boys eat?
1: <laughs> they, they eat they eat everything combined. We'll go hit the uh, grocery store and we'll be pick the stuff off the shelf. And they're like, kind of, Daddy uh, uh, mixes anything you can think of into the fries, skirt, and gravy. They mix anything they can think of into the cereal.
0: <laughs> of course, of course, love it, and I love it, Ryan. Um, you know, uh, this has been an amazing conversation, as I know that it would have been. Uh, I I got to you know. I I, I hate. This, I, I even kind of hesitate to say this because I'm concerned as to how long it's going to take. But <laughs> you take the li- <laughs> you take the last word, my friend. Keeping in mind that you're talking to entrepreneurs with a limited limited uh, attention span. <laughs> but give us a, give us, I, I guess, a, uh, you know, a comment on on what you would. What's the one thing you would recommend to entrepreneurs that they need to do? And, and besides the obvious, okay, you know, we we're talking about passion and all that kind of stuff. But what's the one thing we haven't talked about um and 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 think of it that you can't give advice ever again for the rest of your life that's the piece of advice that i want
1: I guess, you know, one would be a big subject. That's the main message going into our global conference next week is change and not being scared mm. of change. Change usually right. gets uh, interpreted as a negative, right? But change is good and be ready to change. Like, just like we've changed a whole industry, we've changed a whole buying habit. You've got to be ready to change, like as we are into like an app launch of our own, you know, getting into the third party delivery service. Who, who would have thought I'd uh, be delivering? You know, even five years ago, yeah. would I be delivering to the homes? No, it wasn't even in the in the thought process. We saw it behind the scenes. But now now we've launched third-party delivery platforms across the country, and it's usually three or four platforms per restaurant now. So that's changed, wow. right? It's it's yeah. uh, making that franchisee happy and, and making them money. But they've got to be buying into that change and be able to yeah. keep, keep driving that brand, building it, like even with the Wopek, you know, like it's, it's the World Poutini championship that's still got to change right that like i said that started with two tables and a banner on a brick wall now it's huge that's change that's good you gotta be ready for it so just embrace wow. change and and uh, don't be afraid of it or you're gonna be left in the dust and the gravy train's gonna roll on past you as smoke's driving it. <laughs> and I'm stoking the fire driving this puppy <laughs> revving it up and it's chugging and it ain't stopping to pick anybody up because there's no time so put on the seatbelt baby and get ready for the ride of a Lifetime Is that what you were looking for?
0: (laughs) <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Smokeland, founder and actually co-founder and CEO of Smokes Potinery. Say hi to Smoke for me, dude. Well, you keep dude. happening. Uh, I'm gonna have you back on the show if you don't mind. And next time I'm in Toronto, I do want to connect up with you. Uh, I presume that's is that where you're? That where yeah, we're in hanging the in? Jacks.
1: I'm, uh, we moved to a global yeah. headquarters out to Ajax, so in the East End now. So yeah, I needed to cool, I needed dude. to grow from 600 square feet to like 20,000. square square feet so i couldn't do that downtown anymore
0: (laughs) (laughs) good man keep on happening dude all the best thanks for your time thanks brother later leaving you with a sneak peek of next week's episode.
2: This is Nikki Ballou and you're listening to the Startup Canada podcast show. And we want you listening to this podcast to be the most successful version of yourself as an entrepreneur to make the money you want to make and you deserve to make and also to like live a life of purpose so that you're doing what you were meant to, to do and you're making the difference you were born to make that is so important to us it's why we do what we do yeah beautiful okay so so you
0: got me I'm um, um, uh, uh and I know our audience is like okay okay Nikki I got it I got it I got it but you got to give me more than 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 what you did you got to give me a, a little bit of here's some of the ways in which we do it now I don't want I don't want the secret well, did, let's talk, let's about, it. talk let's about talk the, about it let's yeah. do it
2: this is this is good stuff I love it so here's the thing we say that as A thought leader, there's like kind of five key secrets that you need to tackle. Number one is you need to understand the paradigm of busy versus productive. And you get got to get out of being busy. You got to get into being productive. And I'll get into that a bit in a minute. Number two is you got to have a clear message, a message that people want to hear, one that solves a problem A specific problem that for a particular market, and that goes to the other point of clarity, you got to be clear about who your clients are. For them, they're willing to pay a fortune to solve that problem. Right? So, right on, man. So, and then we have you follow the strategy of preeminence, of so being known as the best. And then you gotta be around the right people. You gotta right. be in a peer group, official or unofficial. You gotta have professional accountability. You gotta be in professional settings with the best people. And you need. A proven path you need a direction to move forward it okay so let me say a little bit about busy versus productive there's an old way of doing things and there's a new way of doing things when it comes to marketing especially online marketing a lot of people are out there going hey man come and blog come and blog and you can get rich through blogging that's great but not anymore not really maybe seven years ago that was a great strategy but today no okay just have a web page. Put up a web page with like a huge sales copy letter, and people will buy from you. Again, not quiet, not anymore. That could have worked a long time ago, but no, just do Google ads. Well, Google ads are great, but on their own, not quiet. Uh, it's a hyper-competitive, ever-changing market. And there's people who spend between a thousand and $20,000 a month on things like SEO, Facebook ads, blogging, new websites, et cetera, et cetera, with no results, very limited results. It's uh-huh. wasted money, man. Yeah, right on. You cannot
0: do this. And there's. there's, It's like teaching somebody to go play in the highway. Just go play out there with all the roaming cars. You're going to get killed.
2: Yeah, buddy. Well said.
0: (laughs)